welcome to Operation F1. My name is Reese Peak, and I'm joined by my second favourite Mickey, and that's Mickey James. Just coming off the back of the Spanish Grand Prix, a great race, I felt so. We've got different views on this one, but let's get right down into the Spanish Grand Prix review. I've got a question. Who's your first favourite Mickey? The mouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Mucky Moose? <laughs> And it's a tight second and third, because I like the other Mick of James from WWE as well. She's not bad, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'll let you away with that one bit of cartoon mouse. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Go on. Start gloating about the Spanish Grand Prix. Well, I personally thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I felt that it was a good battle of strategies, once again, from Red Bull and Mercedes. Mercedes had come... Top Trump this weekend. We'll go through what happened there. Uh, but I also did, did like the battle in the midfield. That, uh, was, that was exciting. And a good shout-out to Mick Schumacher once again. 50 seconds he finished ahead of his teammate. Yes. Second last, admittedly, but he had Still a good race. Still 50 seconds ahead of his teammate. Yeah. He's doing well. No, he did. And he a uh, little wee battle there with Russell. Yeah. Maybe a couple of laps. Yeah, I think he had both, at one point he had both Williams in his pocket. And I think it was Sonoda as well, but obviously he had his issues. A little bit of karma there. <laughs> he was a little overly aggressive with the interviewer uh, on the Saturday. Couldn't drive the car, gave his team a bit of a kick in, so I think he got what he deserved. Yeah, they just turn your car off. Yeah. If you're going to be a dick, your car gets turned off. Yeah, very simple. Simple. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's a, like, uh, you know... I listened to the uh, to the radio version of of, of the qualifying, and uh, they said on there that you know he didn't win the Formula Two. He wasn't the champion. You know he needs to earn his place. He can't just come in shouting and jumping up and down. And I couldn't agree more, really. But uh, no, perhaps that will level him out a little bit. Hopefully, hopefully, I think he's learnt his lesson potentially. But but yeah, so Mick Schumacher, he did he did pretty well. It's nice to start off on somebody else and Red Bull and, and Max, uh, as well as Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes. But Mick Schumacher, for me, did very, very well. Uh, Marzipin had his ups and downs. He he was voted fourth. And driver of the day. Driver of the day. I think someone's taking the piss with that. No, I think... He... <laughs> yeah, surely. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, so uh, Mick Schumacher done uh, incredibly well. Uh, just going up really from the back, we, we had obviously the Williams and Haas where we thought they would be. And then at uh, just, just in front of them, really, Fernando Alonso. We won't talk about him. Yeah. He was finished fourth. He finished fourth. Great race. Seventh, teenth. Uh, he did okay until the second stint. They he started well, they didn't finish well. Alpine just really. had a shithouse of a strategy, didn't they? You know, as far as strategies go, theirs was not the best yeah. out there that day. So, and, and and really that 17th place, I don't really know why they pitted him. I know his tyres were gone near the end, but they pitted him and put him onto softs after he lost out to the battle for the 10th position. Yeah. Um, and that's just dropped him completely down the order. I don't see what the reason for that was, and it makes it a couple lot worse than it actually was. Yeah. Um, but... He he was really around that sort of twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth with Vettel, Russell, but 
George Russell, 14th position. He's done really well to get ahead of that Alfa Romeo. The Williams, we know, is not as quick. Certainly on a Saturday, maybe, but but the Williams against the Alfa Romeo, it's not as quick on a, on a Sunday over race pace. And a windy um, Sunday. Yeah. It suffers from wind, that car, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah, we heard that <laughs> in pre-season, and uh, he'd come onto the radio just before Sky themselves were about to talk about the wind. You saw the little, in the bottom right-hand corner, the little wind, the, the track with the wind and what direction, all of a sudden, team radio, Russell. It's getting windy out here. <laughs> so Needs a good burping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good winding. Um, yeah, so that was that was quite an exciting end to the race for looking for tenth position. It'd just be uh, it'd be nice if it was a little bit further up the field. But I think apart from that, Stroll Vettel again disappointing. We expect them to see them. We expect to see them a little bit higher up. Uh, Alpine disappointed, but Ferrari looked good. Yeah, they had a good day at the races, didn't they? They did. Science, super job, and Charlie Leclerc. Leclerc, yeah. Leclerc, Leclerc. Yeah. Yeah. That's Straight up there. Straight round ahead of Bottas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think both both Ferrari and McLaren, really. It was, it was you know, Ricardo did much, much better this week. Yeah, it would be nice to have Norris up there with him. It's, it seems to be one or the other at the moment. Yeah, difficult, uh, difficult. Yeah, just maybe a difficult weekend for Norris, really. But Charles Leclerc's done incredibly well. Uh, great overtake, took his chance to get over in front of Valtteri Bottas, and he held on as long as he could. But that Ferrari's nowhere near the McLaren as far as pace. No, uh, but Charles Leclerc, he's done very, very well, and he's. Uh, I think he finished about ten seconds ahead of Sergio Perez. And that's a car that is, again, Red Bull much quicker than the Ferrari. Um, but he's kept him not only at bay, he's kept him 10 seconds behind. So I think he's done he's done very, very well, Charles Leclerc. He's getting the most out of the car Good and job. then some. Yes, we'll discuss what happened uh, at the front. So we'll start at the beginning of the race. So as we know, uh, Hamilton was starting on pole, 100th pole position, incredible uh, record. Uh, another stat for you uh, that was given at the beginning of the race, which I thought was incredible as well, is Hamilton has led every single lap of the Spanish Grand Prix since lap 33 in the 2018 Grand Prix. And he's led every rate, every lap since, which is, I mean, he's had four in a row. So that has made it five in a row after winning yesterday. Uh, 2016 was Verstappen. And then since then, Hamilton's won every single one. But... Verstappen didn't allow another lap ahead. So he's he's taking him first corner. Great start from Verstappen. Do you want to take us through it? I think it was, wasn't it? You wouldn't expect anything less from him. He's gone down there. And uh, relentless, ruthless, you know, um, squeezed his way through there. Hamilton, very clever to pick up on that, to to respond to that because it could have been could have been could have been a disaster, couldn't it? And um, you know, and he's he's gone round the uh, around the first corner in the lead. Max straight behind him. Bottas, Charles Leclerc. Uh, you got the the rest of the train coming. Um, it's a it's a bit shady as to who was what because you don't get the uh, you don't get the lap positions or the or the car positions do. And so you have got to try and figure out. But Alonso was on tenth, come up to roughly about seventh. Stroll, I think, was behind. Alonso, 
and when Alonso lost those places back to 10th, Stroll was around. So for the first couple of corners, it was a bit mix and match, mm. and it balanced itself out just nicely with the Ferraris and the McLarens up there in the top six, seven, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, I've got here that Perez, um, after the first lap, Perez was up two places to right. sixth. Um, Schumacher was up to 16th. And uh, Ricardo was up two places to fifth as well. Ocon basically was the one went, that lost some places. Went down to seventh. Think, did he go down to seventh? I think so, yeah. And, and I think, was it Science as well that may have lost some places? So, yeah, they, they had a great first lap. And certainly Ricardo made that work for him and carried that on going through. Uh, didn't finish fifth, obviously finished sixth. But still, that's a good recovery from from the first three below par races from Danny Ricardo. So yes, and we were looking good. We were looking good for a smooth race throughout until as we talked about Yuki Tsunoda decides <laughs> to bring the safety car out. <laughs> Once again, every single every single uh race this season we've had the safety car. So out it comes um and uh, and and obviously it, everything had reset. Yeah. Was that when Alonso pitted on, on the Straight safety after car? that, I think so. I don't know. He can't have been going in. I think they called him in, but he was the first to pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sonoda's car just turned off again, didn't it? Mm. Um, I was quite surprised to see, to see him say, it's turned off, and then he carries on crawling it around the corner into a real shady awkward. position. It's like, real, real you could have just parked. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Mm. Yeah. Small man syndrome. Angry little man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that little uh, that little figurine up there. <laughs> you can't see the figurine, but yeah, for anyone that can't see us, which is everybody, he's pointing to a small figurine up on the wall. So uh, the notes I had at this point was Leclerc ragging the nuts off that Ferrari, right? Which he which he was, but those two were just flying off into the distance. Max and and uh, and Lewis. They were really pushing their tyres to the limit. Obviously, that was all reset and by the Sonoda uh, and bringing out the safety car. That sort of closed those gaps, made it a little bit more difficult when it comes to strategies. And when it came to first pit stops, uh, after they had basically abused their tyres, um, yeah, Verstappen pits, Hamilton stays out. But uh, just before that as well, can I just say, there was a good little battle again between Alonso and Vettel. Yes. Two former yeah, was. world champions. Yeah, that was uh, that was good fun. It's a shame to see the battle down in the midfield, though. Mm. It'd be nice to see it out in the front. But, uh, it would be. It will. At some stage, I'm sure uh, a pair of them will get their act together. Yeah. I'm sure. But so, Well, I think Alonso will. Max has... You think that? You don't think Vettel will? No. Oh, well... I'd like to again, but it's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's difficult. It's, the Aston Martin doesn't look good. Alonso's suffering in a sense of a car and just getting back into the shape of things, but he's got the drive there, as mm. in the will and the desire to do it. Do you think Vettel's is just gone? Do you think he... I think, you I kind think, of get the feeling he doesn't really want to be there. He gives me the feeling he's there just picking up a paycheck, and I know he probably isn't. You know, that's probably a little bit harsh, but that's the feeling that I get. He's there just to pick up the, the, the yeah. check at the end of them. Gone into Riken in mode because mm. it's just a hobby. Yeah, he loves it. He loves the weekend, but he's not there to win anymore. But put him in a competitive car, his mindset will probably change. 
But the biggest difference between those, we know they're great drivers. We know yeah. they're well former world champions. Champions. However, in the Alpine, I see something with a bit more potential. The Alpine shows glimpses of what it can do yeah. in practice. I don't see that from Aston Martin. No. So it shows a little bit more potential than Aston Martin does to maybe into later on this season. But let's be realistic. Both teams are probably looking at next year now. Mm. Yeah. And hopefully... Certainly certainly with Aston, I think it's... Yeah. Lance is getting a decent sort of result out of that car um, or racing it relatively well. Yeah. And then sort of slips back down the grid a little. Mm-hmm. But they've, you know, what's the highest they finished? You know, without looking, I don't really know. But I don't think any of them have been above eighth, have they? You know, no. ninth, eighth. No, they haven't got a, a great deal amount of points between them. Right. Um, Alpine have fifteen points, and uh, yeah, just looking here, Lance Stroll has five, uh, Vettel none. Right. So, yeah, Vettel hasn't even finished in the points, which no. is disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Dis- disappointing. Right. So before I asked you that, we were at Max has just gone into the pit. Hamilton's decided to carry on yeah. as he does, try and get some extra ground, make up some extra ground, and he did. Took off like a rocket, didn't he? Yeah. So just before the, the, the pits had happened, Hamilton was closing, 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 uh, but he just couldn't get. He Obviously, at that point, when you're within a second, second half, you're in dirty air. Yeah. Which is is fine if you're in straights, but within corners, particularly at Spain, fast corners, your tyres really suffer. Your car starts moving around, so Hamilton can't get any closer. So then Verstappen pits, he goes in a lap 24, and for Red Bull, that was an incredibly slow stop, 4.2 seconds. Yeah. Shocking. Bollocks. Not what you need. No, not what you need when you're uh, when you're trying to win a race, is it? And I was disappointed when I saw that. Yeah, I mean, straight away that you, you were very hard when I spoke to you earlier today. Very hard on uh, on Red Bull, which you know it's very much unlike them, isn't it? Because they are they have the quickest pit stop yeah. of this season, and they are incredibly good at pit stops. Just as well, I didn't bring them into my headmaster's office. The, the fucking pasting they would have got. <laughs> I would have expelled a lot of them. They'd, miss, they'd be missing the next Out. race. They'd be missing the next race. Um, they would. So, uh, so yeah. Then we think Hamilton's going to come straight in, uh, straight in on the on the lap after yep. the undercut. It would have uh, would have potentially. Oh, sorry, that wouldn't have been an undercut. The undercut tends to work, but as as Verstappen's comes comes out, I think because of the slow stop, we were anticipating that that Hamilton was going to be a second, second and a half ahead of Verstappen. Yeah. However. They would be would have been coming out behind Perez, which would have changed a lot of things because Perez can come into play and play the team yeah. game at that point, hold Hamilton up, bring Verstappen back into play. That's part of the sport. That's part of uh, team mm. teamwork. Um, so Mercedes have to look elsewhere as far as strategy, keep him out, which we did think, oh, that's not a good idea. I thought it was a great idea. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> Carry on, Lewis. Drive it till the f-ing wheels fall off. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, what was interesting at that point as well was uh, Toto Wolf. We heard the radio between Toto Wolf and the FIA. 
mm. which was telling Mazepin to get, telling the FIA to tell Mazepin to get out the way. He's holding Lewis up, which he was. He was ignoring blue flags again. Two two races in was a row. he even there yet though? Or was was he half no, he a leopard head? He no, was he there, was. He right. he'd had three or four blue flags again. Yep. So, Maybe he's colour blind. Maybe. You know, is no, you're not like, bothered to ask if you can see the blue flag. Well, if you're colour blind, you can't. You can't race. Hmm. Maybe he lied about being yeah, colourblind. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's five hundred thousand pounds. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so Hamilton stays out. Uh, it would have been, to, as we say, must have been to do with the Perez being in play, and then lap twenty eight. So four laps later, uh, a two point second stop from Hamilton. A two point what? Two point second. Two point seven seconds. <laughs> Did I say two point second? You said two point seconds. Yeah. Right. I'm Two, keeping that in. <laughs> 2.7 seconds, uh, much quicker, uh, but obviously behind Verstappen by quite some distance. Um, I think he was probably about um, three, three or four seconds behind. But yeah. he made that up very, very quickly. Very quickly. Mm. So Bottas as well got a massive jump on Leclerc on the pit stops. Huge, actually. Uh, and he was well ahead so I, I know he was ahead anyway but it, the, the gap had increased big time yeah and uh, and and yeah yeah he, just going back to Hamilton there 1.4 seconds quicker than Max per lap so in yeah, clean he, air, he was closing in very quickly cl- in clean air he was much quicker that that Mercedes was much quicker than 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 Red Bull this weekend but uh, yeah <laughs> another it was great Brundle uh, a yeah. quote from Brundle: In three laps, Hamilton will be checking out the gearbox bolts on Max's car. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. He's got some crackers, isn't he? He does. But uh, but yeah. What was interesting is Bottas and Hamilton were quite close when Hamilton came out of the pits. Yes, and within six laps, Hamilton had created a gap of second se- seven seconds to Bottas. You know, and this this just shows you the difference in speeds. You know, Bottas is very, very good over one lap. Qualifying, great. Race pace is not good. No. And he did have radio calls. Can you pick the pace up? You know, I know I'm hard, but it's because I want to see somebody do well in, in car two. Mm. I haven't got any comment about Mercedes radio calls. I heard one that said, uh, don't hold Lewis up. I would have... Probably done what what he did, you know, just held yeah. him up a little bit, yeah. you know. Well, Fuck him, to be honest, I would have said. Well, <laughs> you know, for, it, it went I'm right. racing him. I don't need a blue flag. This is my team as well. If yeah. I want to hold him up, I bloody well will. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I I, I get that. A seven-time world champion's not going to have any problem getting around Bottas. He didn't in the end. And anyway, he, he, did he didn't. He? Bottas certainly didn't let him through. And it's one of two things, I think. Either Bottas did, but made it very difficult for no reason. Yep. Or he didn't let him through and Hamilton passed him with ease anyway. We're never going to know anyway, are we? No. But either way, I believe that if Bottas was actually in contention for anything out of that race, I know it was second place, yeah, but he was nowhere near a win. As from a team's point of view, why would you, if they can win the race, they've got to go out and try and win the race. Mm. Um, it's not a new thing. It ha- it's happened for many, many years. Obviously, you didn't have team orders for a, a number yeah, of years. Bottas but- could have won that race that day. He's still very much in the, you know, you're only yeah. under half dozen races yeah. in. You know, you're- but, but from a Mercedes point of view, you've got Hamilton 
on fresher tyres than Bottas, which one's going to catch Verstappen? Yeah. I'll tell you what, if, if, uh, if the teammate for Hamilton next year will get onto his contract that he's uh, so desperate to design, yeah. uh, to, to sign up, if, it's, uh, if it is Russell, I don't think he's going to be taking this team order, getting out of the way. It'll be two fingers up out the side of the cockpit as he carries on driving. I don't think he's going to just uh, yield so easily as Bottas. I don't, I don't think he will have to. No. And the reason I don't think he'll have to is because I think he'll be Because he'll be the, beating him. No, I, I, whether he's beating him or whether he's up there, he'll be he in the mix. You know, he was, he'll be in the mix. Bottas is not. No, do you, think, uh, do you think if next year we have a, a Russell Hamilton Mercedes, do you think they're going to be... Do you think that we will see Russell win four or five Grand Prix? Sort of, and, and yeah. Hamilton, you know, maybe it might be like a Rosberg Hamilton, but it might be. It, you might have that, you know, challenging I, ego. I genuinely think it will be more like Rosberg Hamilton than what you see. And do you think that's why uh, Toto Wolf doesn't want any part of it? Potentially, you know, we've we've seen that a couple. Of, Hamilton doesn't bode well with others who are equally as good, does he? He he prefers someone like a let's go Barrichello type, you know. <laughs> oh, Barry, here he goes. Um, <laughs> You know, because you know he had that with Alonso. He had he's had that with Rosberg, and it's it, it's not good for a team environment, is it? No, um, no. But then he had that with Jensen Button, and team environment was okay. Yeah, but do you think he? I don't think there was that ego thing there. I mean, I, when I look back to that, it wasn't the same, was it? Mm. Do you think Button was quite happy to just? He didn't play a part in that, did he? Really, I don't think Button Hamilton just seemed to work quite well. Yeah. Yeah, the Rosberg thing. There's more to that than we know. Might have been a good idea for, been, for, for, to bring them both across to Mercedes, mightn't it? Mm. <laughs> you know, it's probably yeah. But uh, with Rosberg Hamilton, that goes back many, many years. They've been competing against each other since they yeah. were children. There was more than just teammates involved in that. So, yeah, it oh. was fourteen through to sixteen. One would say that they probably still were children. Mm, yes, yeah, yeah, particularly 14. You were a Mercedes was, fan then. Yeah. Like, it, How was it for you to see that? Did you go into a race concerned whether or not they wipe, might wipe each other out of the first corner? You know, that did happen, mm-hmm. obviously, at that very track. But was that a regular thing for a Mercedes fan, concerned whether or not they'd both, you know, yeah. mess it up? Yeah. Particularly 14. 14 was – I enjoyed 14. I enjoyed 15. Um, I enjoyed 16 as well. And it was nice that Rosberg won a world championship. But at that point in 14, let's start with that. Hamilton was only a world champion. I say only. He was a world champion. Just a single one. Just a single one. Yeah. He's only won in 2008. I've gone through nine, as a, you know, as a fan of his, I've gone through nine, 10, 11, 12, and 13, where probably two of those seasons, he had half a chance. Yeah. But apart from that, he's not had the complete He finished car. fourth, didn't he? Yeah. Fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth. Yeah, he's, he didn't have the car. The, the McLaren was not as good as the Red Bull and was not as good as the Ferrari. You know, and, and history tells you if you have the third best car in the on the grid, you ain't going to win the World Championship. Like McLaren, isn't it, this year? He's, yeah, exactly. Again, exactly. unfortunately. So he got wins there, but he didn't get anywhere. He, did, he didn't have enough to win a world championship. I think 12, he was he was close until he went out of the Singapore, Singapore Grand Prix in 2012 yep. uh, and famously took his steering wheel off and just literally lobbed, lobbed it. it. Um, Maximum penalties for that. Yeah, yeah. You must place it 
generally back into its position yeah. when you exit the vehicle. Um, so in 14, I'm thinking, oh my God, he is going to potentially win a world championship. This is, this is great. A double world championship, double, double world champion. So I was really enjoying this, this battle. And it was either going to be him or the, his teammate. Uh, and if Rosberg was not as competitive as he was in 14 and 15 and 16, it would have been a very, very boring three years mm. because there was nobody else. There was no other team near them. No. It was... Red Bull had fallen to pot. Red Bull had fallen way behind. <laughs> so had Ferrari. Yeah, there Ferrari. Was, Alonso was, had moved to McLaren. McLaren were no good. They're, yeah. You know, there was nobody. Honda engine. There was, there was seriously nobody there. So uh, it wasn't until 17 that Ferrari, Ferrari started coming, started coming back. Coming back. Uh, I think a little bit in 16, but particularly 14, I remember it was... Was it, was it seven, Raikkonen in 17, wasn't it? Charlie wasn't there yet. 17, Raikkonen? Yeah, so 17 and 18, it was uh, uh, Kimi Raikkonen and Sebastian Vettel. That's right. So, so the, yeah, 14, 15, 16, it was very tense, but it was a great battle because you had those two. And it was different to what we'd had in the past. You didn't have more than one team, but you still had this competitive. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, and then going into 17 and 18 for, for Ferrari and Mercedes, Ferrari were really where Red Bull are today. It was very matched. Some tracks were Ferrari suited, some were Mercedes suited. Yeah. And you just didn't know. But anyway, let's get back to the It's a shame track. talking about this track. You know, it was uh, it certainly suited Mercedes more, yeah. didn't it? Than it did. It did. Than Red Bull. They got lucky getting into the lead in the first corner. Yeah. It was just Max Verstappen launching off. Great. But, yeah. Well, it, I, I don't know what, what everybody thought about the race, but I tell you what, if you thought it was a boring race uh, as it was, could you imagine if he didn't make that overtake? Verstapp- uh, Hamilton would have been gone and it would have made it incredibly boring. So it did mix it up a little bit. Yeah. We can't expect too much from the Spanish Grand Prix. It doesn't lift trees as far as excitement. It's what never do you really think about jam-packed. the new, well, the adjustment to the corner? Sweeps hit, like you hear a few of them talk about, it's, it's more fun to drive it, but it, yeah. it takes away one more opportunity to overtake. It wasn't really an overtaking. No, that's before, what I thought. So. But you heard a few of them say that and you're like, well, I don't even remember too many overtaking there. Do you? I can remember Barrichello overtaking <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> that's another mention. I can remember him having a battle or, or certainly getting into position to go into the next corner. Yeah. But no, it, it, it's not going to make much difference as far as the circuit's concerned. They'd be better off taking out the chicane at the end and just have it come right round. Just two sweeping fast rights. Would you be keen to see a different Spanish track? Yeah. Which one? A new one. A new build? Brand new, yeah. New build. Yeah. Well, last time they built a new one, they threw it away. No. Yeah. Four years? Valencia, Valencia wasn't overly great either. It was tighter, wasn't it? Was it? It was, it was modern. It was more like one of these modern tracks. I'll tell you what. Take it away, give two French Grand Prix. Magnicor. Magnicor, yeah. Formula One need to listen. People want that track back. 
Oh, no, you do. Magnicore, so do you. There's a lot of people who want Magnicore back. I think for Paul Rickard, everyone should turn their TVs off to raise a glass to uh, Magnicore. And then perhaps they'll listen when the when the TV. Are you listening? Everybody, turn your TV off. Don't watch the French Grand Prix this year. No, I'm joking. I Actually, because we're, we're, we're going to have uh, Grosjean and his Mercedes. And uh, I mean, if he cuts some flying laps better than Bottas, that might that might open a whole can of worms. Oh, I can imagine. I bet Russell's. Nervous. I bet Russell's out there. He's waiting out the back of the parking lot. <laughs> That's me uh, punching my fist, by the way. Was it? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think? That is, that is a nice touch by Mercedes, isn't it? Nice gesture to give him the, uh, yeah. you know, no one else has done it. But maybe do you think, you know, Toto, he's not a silly man. He's a businessman. He's an investor. You know, I'm not saying he ever thought Grosjean might be a candidate for a Mercedes, but do you think there's any other reason for this? No. You're hoping not? No, I don't think so. It might be uh, Mercedes 2022 is Russell and Grosjean. Bottas and Hamilton retired? Maybe. Right, let's go on to Hamilton's desperate desire to get re-signed up as soon as possible. Okay. He's gone from last season, ah, there's no hurry, there's no hurry, you know, no one's in a hurry. We're time, you know, got all the time in the fucking world. To, I want it done before the summer break, mm. and I want it now because I don't want to go through the pressure. You know, so make up your mind, son. What What do you think the desperate need for this contract is? So he knows what he's doing next year. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. A one-year contract didn't suit him. He would have wanted a multi-year contract. So what was that? Do you think the one year was his? I think it was a Desire a or theirs? A, a compromise. I think it was probably a compromise. Because he talks about no end in sight. He talks about wanting to carry on. There's more to do. There's more mm-hmm. to do. Talking as if it could go forever. Yeah. And if he's young, fit, and he's working like he is and, and getting the results he is, then, you know, why not do it for another 10 years? Yeah. Why not show people it can be done until you're 45? He could be putting himself in the shop window because if all goes to plan this year, in Hamilton's mind, he becomes an eight-time world championship. Yep. Champion. So, big tick. There's not many more records to achieve. No. Really, he's done everything. You can just but do what Vettel's doing for the rest of your career. You could do. But why stop there... Why stop there? If you feel that you're good enough, why stop? So what he may be doing is he's had a good start to the season. It seems to be going very well. His attitude is incredibly good. It does. Positive. To, yeah, it does. Positive. It, it does. So is he lining himself up for a sweet new deal with Mercedes? Or if it doesn't quite go to plan, as far as Mercedes and him, is he really putting his hand up in the air and saying... I'm available to do business with somebody who wants me. Yep. But I want this done. My advice to him would be not to go to Ferrari. (laughs) Uh, Do fucking not go to Ferrari. I personally would would, That would be good. A fairy tale story going back to McLaren to finish his career. However, I would love to see him in the red Ferrari. It would be nice, wouldn't it? But, you know, he is a multi-champion as well, but they have a real bad habit of chewing him up and spitting him out. 
what Ferrari have. Ferrari champions go there, champions, and leave not champions. Mm. <laughs> Michael Schumacher? They spat him out, you know. Who's Schumacher? Yeah, in a way. You know, they, you know, they, they, after the five and six, you know, he come back to do some testing and stuff like that. But, you know, he wasn't getting those results anymore, was he? I didn't, you know, they, they didn't make him unemployed no. as such. But, um, you know, Kimmy went there and he, I don't know, did he get just a little, he won a championship there. He is the last Ferrari world champion, mm-hmm. 2007. Did he just get a little bit disheartened with Grand Prix and then go rallying, come back? He did, yeah. Um, obviously, Ferrari took him back on you know, at a later date. So there was no bad blood there or anything like that, but they took on Alonso. They took on um, Vettel, both multiple champions, and no success. You know, could have made a championship winner out of Massa. You know, was he sort of messed around a bit there? I just don't think – Brundle put it perfectly clear in a uh, in an article last year that I read – Hamilton's not bilingual. He doesn't speak the lingo. He doesn't know the culture. You know, he's not European. Europeans speak multiple languages. If he goes there, he's on his own. You know, then it's not going to work. Stay where you are or go somewhere else. You know, an English team's a better way forward, isn't it? But if you're going to go that way, where are you going to go? You know, are you going to go back to McLaren? Might you hedge your bets with an Aston Martin team? You probably, you know, as a kid, he probably... Grew up wanting to be in a Williams car because his hero was out in centre. Probably not a good idea at the minute. Mm. Where would you go? Oh, well, I do think it's going to be one of three, which is going to be McLaren, Ferrari, or just stay in Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah. Yeah, because like you, like you just say, there isn't really anybody else to go to. Ferrari, yes, correct. He is not bilingual. However... Alonso has to learn uh, has to learn Italian. Vettel has to learn Italian. Hamilton will have to learn Italian. He will. Did they not speak it beforehand? I uh, think Alonso could speak Italian. Yeah, I, I I can't remember which one of them, but they did learn right just before or during. It was probably Kimmy needed to speak. Yeah. <laughs> I think he doesn't. I think he speaks in Finnish or English, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you understand me. Well, that's it. So I think we'll probably know by the Italian Grand Prix. Yeah, if Hamilton's on that podium and all of a sudden he's speaking fantastic Italian, you know, <laughs> at that point, you, you know, yeah. You know. Uh, no, well, he likes serious. pasta. He continually talks about celebrating with pasta. He, he yeah. quite happily eats pasta, so he's got it. He's, he's got, got to start. He's got massive respect for Ferrari. I think he would probably that would be a dream for him. But the car's got to be. Yeah, it needs to be. be right. McLaren, Can he not go to it and make it right? Can he not develop a car? Is he too yeah. long in the tooth to be? I mean, I know he can, but can he... Has he got years to come? Yeah, does he... You know, has he got five years to build a new team to mess around with? He's does got, he want to? I think he could go until he's 40, which... And beyond, but... Yeah, of course he can. he's 40, and what's he now? He's 36 now? Yep. He'll be 37 into the new season, because I think he's born sort of January time, so he'll be 37 for the for the start of the 2022 season. So three years with a team. Yeah, absolutely. I think you could. Yeah. We're looking at a new time with new new rules, new regulations. So, yeah, absolutely. I think it's an opportunity. And Ferrari would make a good – that would be a good shot. Yeah. It would be. 
and it would get him away from a Mercedes engine for the first time in his career. Yeah. Actually, because, yeah, he's he's always been powered by them, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And, but you've got McLaren have gone back to Mercedes engine. Could Would that be a good opportunity? Potentially. McLaren, certainly with the Mercedes engine, they have that, but they are not following Mercedes as far as their car is concerned. Mm. Williams do. Aston Martin do. Yep. They take a lot of parts. They take wings and front rear wings. However, McLaren are doing this on their own. They've got the engine, but they shoehorn that into their own car. Yeah. So, yes, there could be a potential. And there's certainly opportunity there for uh, for Lewis. I think he's putting his himself in the shop window. And it's probably a little bit of, if you want me, Mercedes, sign me up. By summertime, I'll be signing with somebody else. Yeah, well... What do you think? You see, is uh, I, I like the. I think everyone's. There's a few memes going around about uh, Hamilton saying it's great to see the team doing well, in reference to McLaren, and then McLaren the other day congratulating him on a hundred poles. Well done, yeah. you know. And people building these memes up, like uh, you know, trying to make some sort of fairy tale out of it. And like you say, they uh, they have gone back to a Mercedes engine, and he signed up with the McLaren development. I don't know exactly when he did that. I, you know, I did. I was looking through it the other day, but I haven't got it to hand. But I don't know if they were in a Mercedes engine when he initially did that. And I know he has experience in a Renault engine with GP2 and ART all the way through, mm. um, which most people do until they get to Formula One. So, yeah, you make a real valid point, particularly in Formula One, that it will be the first time, yeah. should he sign yeah. with Ferrari, that he would be powered by something other than a Mercedes, mm. which. Does he want that? If you know he's going to do what he wants, isn't he? If if you know if someone can create something out there, it's going to be him. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's just finish off with the race. Are we finishing so soon? <clears throat> no, just on the race. Oh, <laughs> we'd say pubs are open. Come on, don't a hang about. Massive digression. <laughs> uh, so, what about your fun fact? Oh well, I still got a final one. You said last week you had two. Oh, I know. <laughs> you you lied to the people. I'm sweating again. <laughs> anyway, so Hamilton Pitts, he comes out, he chases Max. Oh, are we going back here? Well, we didn't oh, even finish. God, wow. You were asking a, questions. This is going to be a fucking two-part podcast. No, no, no. Uh, so, so, yeah, he's chasing down. Again, was very, very close to Max Verstappen. However, he comes in for his second stop at the shock to us. Red Bull, everybody was shocked to see him coming in again. However, he's 20-odd seconds behind. I'll do this quickly. He was 20-odd seconds (laughs) behind. He was in clear air. He was pumping in fast lap after fast lap. Max, before they could even react, he was within the pit stop window. Mm Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's got to stay out. He's got to stay out and try and hold him back. Um, there was Bottas in between Hamilton and Max. And as we said, Bottas made it very difficult. However, Hamilton did pass, did pass and, uh, and, and then come up to Max. And what we thought, with seven laps to go, I believe it was, we thought, okay, here we are, here's the battle. But actually, first opportunity in DRS... Hamilton just flies past him. Right. And that's that's it. He's just it. 
gone on to a win. What was a shame is then Verstappen come in to go on to slow tyres. And so the gap looked humongous. If you look at the, the gap on the, on it was something like 15 seconds. It was obviously closer than that. But yeah, good win. Great win for Hamilton. Well-deserved. What I would like to say on that is everyone's talking about the strategy. Definitely. Fantastic strategy. Last minute, curveball, and a bit of a shock. However, it's got to be a combination. As much as you've got to have the strategy, you've got to have the driver to execute that strategy. And, and today, and the car. Well, yeah, you've got the car. Yeah, you got the so you've got the car and you've got the strategy. You need the driver to execute that. That's where Lewis Hamilton is one of the best, mm. if not the best. Um, I couldn't see somebody else doing it quite like that. There are some, but not not all. So that's that out of the way. There you go. That was all done. However, um, great shout out to Leclerc. I think he did a great job. And Carlos Sainz in particular as well. Uh, good fight back. And uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good race. Not a great one, but as far as Spanish Grand Prix are concerned, it was a good one. Good. Yeah. Fun fact? No. You haven't got it yet. Big winners and big losers. Is that your fun fact? No. Um, big loser. Alonso? Yeah. Ocon? No, no, I think Ocon picked he's, up some points. He still lost places, didn't he, look uh, where he was. So, I mean, you know, I think there was a lot of focus on the 99 poles, but, you know, Ocon was in fifth. Uh, 100 poles, sorry, but Ocon was in fifth. Yeah, it was you a know, good, good um, qualifying. But he, yeah, where did he finish? Tenth? No, ninth. Ninth, ninth. Ninth. So it's not too bad in the end. He managed to retrieve it. But, uh, you know, again, on a on a dodgy strategy. Uh, who else? We need one more, don't we? We always do three. To notice. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he didn't really get in it to start, did he? I think, I don't know. I would say, in a way, Max. I know that he finished in second place, but he fucked up. Mm. <laughs> you know, he got off to a flying start, yep. and his team let him down with a pit stop immediately on lap 33. I don't know if I can make this. Gone all negative. Um, you're not going to. Mm. you got a man who's creating his... Miracle results on the other side, and this guy just affirming that he's not going to make it. That you know, I would say, you know, and after you know, uh, he said, you know, it's obvious I need a faster car. How fucking fast do you need it? You're supposed to have the fastest car on the track, you know. So, yeah, that would be my okay. <laughs> the, two, the two Alpine Renault boys and and Max Verstappen. Good, um, Good. winners, yeah, Hamilton, yeah, um, and Leclerc, and I would say Sainz. You know, Carlos Sainz had a great race. Uh, Ricardo too. Yeah. You know, um, and Norris. It's a shame Norris was down. He had he had a relatively good race. Any of those guys in the top ten, really? Mm. Schumacher. Yeah, yeah. Schumacher's. I I agree. You've just, I listed them out yesterday. You've just ticked every single one that I had yeah. on there. Uh, Schumacher was the only other one. Did you just, think Max was a loser? No, 
But now I, that I pointed out, I I think that's the best he could possibly get out of the weekend at that track. Yeah, and those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, yeah, the negativity doesn't help. Yeah, and you don't need to keep blaming help. your tools. You know, I no. need a faster car. You know, mm. everyone thinks that that Red Bull is the the viper of the. You Formula carry that on, son. You're going to get this. Yeah. Yuki Sonoda treatment. Well, you will do. <laughs> they'll, they'll turn you off. They'll pull the plug on you. You know, <laughs> but H- um, Horner's not a man to fuck around. No. He'll have you replaced. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we know that, don't we? Um, <laughs> Gasly will be back in that fucking Red Bull yeah. before you can say, yeah. I don't know, uh, Alex your own name. Alex. <laughs> Alex. Uh, but yeah, Michael, Sh- uh, Michael Schumacher. Michael Schumacher. Mick Schumacher. Mick Schumacher. 50 seconds ahead of his his teammate. That's That's massive. That, yeah, is, that a, is. A, that's incredibly impressive. That is, that is. You know, you've got the same car and he's 50 seconds ahead. There's not another one on that grid that finished that's 50 seconds ahead of his teammate. No. In the same car. So that's a big, big shout out to him. So it seems to be going in the way, which is quite good that for, as far as constructors are concerned. Mercedes and Red Bull obviously going off into the distance a little bit. Hopefully that changes, but that seems to be what is a two-horse race for the championship, Constructors' Championship. That McLaren-Ferrari battle looks very good, but we spoke about this before, that it's just a shame they're not fighting for a world championship and they're fighting for third. Uh, and then it seems to be a bit of a, that those four in the middle of Alpine, Aston Martin, Alpha Tauri and Alfa Romeo. Uh, obviously Alfa Romeo don't have any points at the moment, but they just seem to be in and amongst it. Yeah. Um, and Alpine, I think, out of those four, just a little bit ahead. And then that, that, and then at the back, you've got Williams and Mick Schumacher. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm boring you, Inspector. No, I'm just, you, I'm just <laughs> yawning. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 47 minutes in there, and we we still haven't had the fun fact. Okay. Right. We've caught him with his trousers down, ladies and gentlemen. Do you do you have the fun fact? Or are you just looking it up now? No, I have it. What is it? Come on, what is it? Come on, come on. Brake discs. Fucking brake discs. Fun fact, sponsored by... Yeah. Reese Picks Fun Facts. Sponsored by Reese Picks Fun Facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, brake discs. Did you know how hot they get? It's a boiling temperature. Yeah, but <laughs> boiling temperature is 100 degrees centigrade. Yep. Ten times that amount. Hotter than the sun, huh? Yeah, a thousand degrees wow. Celsius. That's how hot they get. Fascinating. Yeah. I might have to work on that for next next time. What do you reckon? What's that? Better fun fact next time? <laughs> no, I think that was extremely fun. Right. I think you just pulled that straight out of the bag, didn't you? Fucking quick, give me a Formula One fun fact. <laughs> read the first one that come up. Yeah. No, that was my other one from last week that I didn't use. So, yeah. I'll come back with two next week. Are you promising? Yeah. Right. Yeah. For, for well, two weeks now, we're going to break. Two weeks. Yeah. We're going to break. So, when's the next one? Goodbye. See you in Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I just said, when's the next one? Monaco, goodbye. Um, two two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we might so. do a preview. So that that starts <laughs> Friday. Th- no, Thursday practice on Monaco, isn't it? So it's yeah. Thursday practice on uh, Thursday, the, the 20th of May. Then they don't. They're having a day off for my birthday on the twenty first. How do you know? Like, is is it going to be a tradition- birth certificate? It's no, the no, of May. no, not that. Are you sure? 
are you sure that that on your birth certificate is actually you? That it is a yes. It's connect. It is part of your body. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, and then obviously qualifying twenty second race. Have you looked that up though? Because last year we didn't have Monaco. Is you with all the nonsense still going on in the world pandemic wise? Is is it still going to be the traditional well, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, uh, I think so. I'm yeah. not entirely sure, but I think so. So if do you not, want me to look we'll give you a 30 second podcast to uh, just to update you. <laughs> you can then edit that in. Um. So yeah, do you have any idea why they do that? No, no, not me. I don't. But they've always done it as far as far as I'm aware. When right, confirmed Thursday the twentieth of May. Right, practice one, ten thirty. Practice two, two p.m. Yep. Uh, Saturday the twenty second of May. Practice three, eleven a.m. Qualifying two p.m. And on Sunday the Grand Prix is at two p.m. Obviously this is uh, Greenwich Mean Time, so obviously depending on where you are in the world, you have to adjust that for your clock, but. That is what will be in the UK. Cool. Okay. So, we'll see you in two weeks' time. Yeah. If you're there, we'll see you there. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. In fact, just before you go, this podcast was sponsored by Eastwood Studios. Now, Eastwood Studios is a recording studio on the outskirts of Milton Keynes. It's currently open for mixing and mastering, and you can find out more about their other services over on eastwoodstudios.co.uk. Podcast was recorded at Eastwood Studios. Post production was completed at MixMK. The sound recording is owned by Operation F1, a division of Operation Media Limited. The sound recording name and logos protected. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021. Operation Media Limited.